Hello, everyone. Welcome to Alaska Tracy's podcast. I work with women in business stuck in overwhelm using my vision mapping framework to create calmness, clarity, and profits in their lives. Thanks for joining in today. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode where I have a very special guest today, Mel Savage. Welcome, Mel. Hello, Tracy. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I am thrilled that you said yes to today's interview. Mel and I met through a business course that we both mm-hmm. took called Tribe, and we, we met in person in Toronto at the event and uh, started off with a scavenger hunt shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> And Mel lives, you live outside of Toronto, right? That's right. I live up near Lake Huron, outside of Toronto. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. So Mel is a career happiness evangelist. Can you explain? (laughs) Yeah. What what does that mean and what what do you do? What, What do you help people do, Mel? Well, in my business, I really focus on... I guess my bullseye is probably 40 year old plus corporate professionals. Okay. People who have kind of done that a little bit, been there a little bit, but are feeling like they're not so connected to what they're doing anymore. And a lot of the time, cause I've been there a lot of the time, those people just don't know how to find their happiness, how to find their satisfaction, reconnect with what they're doing. And my goal is to help them find that. So that because careers are such a big part of what we do in our lives, you know, we spend a third of our life working, adult life working at least, right? (laughs) So, you know, it's important to make sure that 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 third of your life is generating happiness, good energy and spilling over and impacting the rest of your life in a really positive way. Sounds like a really fun business that you've created. Mm, I love it. I really love it. I love working with people. I love seeing them transform, get aha moments, find happiness. That's the key, right? It's just in happiness. Like I I use my air quotes here, happiness, (laughs) but it's a sense of satisfaction and joy that you get from what you're doing. Right. And and it's a practice, right? Happiness. It's not a destination. It's something you have to practice at all the time, like yoga or cooking or whatever fitness. Um, And it's just helping people get a gauge of what their happiness looks like and helping them learn to practice it. Yes, exactly. And, and Mel just said uh, she's using her air quotes. We're on video as well. So I'll put a link to my YouTube uh, channel so that you can see the video if you, if you want to uh, in the show notes. So how did you come up with your business and what is the name of your business first and foremost? It's called the career reset. And I came up with that because, you know, every time something is getting a bit wonky, it doesn't quite work. Like my computer, I just turn it off and on. (laughs) I reset it. So, and it's not just about, it's, I'm not changing the programming. I'm not like throwing out the computer and buying a new one, just pressing reset, get myself regrounded so I can move forward. And that's really what their career resets about. I love that. What is your backstory, Mel? How did you get 
to where you are today, including those big aha moments or stumbling blocks or yeah. the story? What's the story? Such a big question. So, you know, I, my, I spent most of my career in corporate marketing for a Fortune 500 company. I worked for McDonald's for a lot of my career. Um, and I started in, I sort of drifted into what I was doing. So I had no big plan. Everything I talk about to people about having a plan, I did not have one. Um, I just sort of drifted into advertising and then I drifted from, at McDonald's was my client and then they hired me. So I drifted into that and I really loved it. Like I loved what I was doing. I, for me, it was a great mix of being creative and organized and having purpose. Like, because I was learning so much McDonald's is such a, you know, whether or not you like what they sell from a marketing standpoint, like they are the market, one of the marketers out there. So, you know, huge dollars to spend to do amazing things and they're willing to take chances and Amazing fantastic people. company, yeah. right? Just yeah. fantastic company to work for. Yeah. And so, and it's global. So I met amazing people from all over the world. I, you know, rose to senior management in the Canadian office. I worked in the London office as the head of marketing for a while as well. I just had an amazing career there. Um, but I kind of hated it towards the end. Like I sort of, after about, um, it wasn't that I hated the people or but I hated for me what, what wasn't connecting. I think hate is a strong word, but it was sucking the energy out of me. And what wasn't working for me anymore was the corporate structure, the we must fit into this box. We must, you know, do things this way. Um, the culture in the Canadian office that I was working at also had changed. I had changed, you know, I hit 45 and I was like, my values had changed, what I wanted changed. Um, and it became kind of a uh, super corporate fear-based culture all of a sudden, you know, kind of backstabby. It just wasn't connecting with me. I couldn't find my way through it, the politics of it, because I'm not a political person. I just want to say what's on my mind and, you know, go forward. But that wasn't working for me anymore in that environment, which is odd because sometimes it's like, it's like in a marriage, right? Where um, you, sometimes you, you are attracted to someone for a certain reason. And then sometimes it's that thing that you were initially attracted to that irritates you the most later on. Right? <laughs> and it was kind of like that. Like, I think McDonald's was attracted to me for my personality, but I think, you know, towards the end, some of the things, my out of the box style wasn't necessarily fitting the structure anymore. So I was unhappy, wasn't working out. I was trying to fit the mold, but it wasn't working. And I stayed way too long though, because it was a great paying job. And my husband would always say to me, how can you be unhappy? You're, you're getting paid so much money, right? <laughs> like, and the benefits and the, yeah. right? the package. Yeah. yeah. And that's also part of feeling trapped is I was the main income in my family. I was making all this money. We had, you know, the associated bills, the bills associated with that kind of an income. So, you know, I stayed way too long until you know, I ended up getting this boss that I'm going to say in the best way. First, she was a terrible manager and I handled it badly. So I'm not going to take accountability. I'm not going to blame her for what I ended up doing or how behaving, but she was also a manager that wasn't connecting with people very well. And at that point, um, 
I just shut down. Like I just couldn't take it. You know, I, my, my mind shut down. I got really lost. I started losing perspective on how to manage my own career and who I was, what I wanted. It was a really, really toxic, toxic environment with this woman. And it took me getting to that point. I remember my husband and I went on vacation. If you want to talk about turning points. Yes. To Prince Edward County. And, um, like this woman was horrible to me. Like she would ignore me in meetings. She would, you know, I'd say something and she'd just pretend I didn't say it or she would shut me down really publicly in front of my staff in meetings. Like it was not pleasant after experiencing so much success to have someone come in and just ignore me and pick on all the little things. I remember my husband and I went on vacation and we went to Prince Edward County, which is just east of Toronto. And it's a kind of a little wine region. So we went to the vineyards, whatever. And there's like a little beach there. And I went and sat on the beach and I was sitting on a log and I started crying and I couldn't stop crying. Like I was like ugly, heaving, crying. And I couldn't stop. And my husband thought I was having a nervous breakdown and I thought I was kind of having a nervous breakdown. Um, and I just said, I can't do this anymore. I can't go back there one more day. I can't, I can't, I need to change. And I, I said to myself, and I went home after that, and I built a vision board of what I wanted. And I'll talk to you about that. And every day, I, I didn't want to quit because I had so much time invested in there. Um, but I wanted, I wanted to be exited. And I wanted to try to orchestrate that. So I started thinking about it all the time in my mind, imagining it. Like, how could it work? What Visioning it. Right. Right. That not imagining, but like building up, like how I want it to happen, what could, what it could look like, like really living inside of that idea. And I swear to God, Tracy, like three weeks later, three weeks later, there was an, a global announcement that McDonald's was going to be downsizing certain departments. Um, and I've for, got bumps. I love this. Right. And you can't make I, shit up. <laughs> no, you can't. So it was like, and they, they weren't downsizing my department, but I thought this is, this is my chance. I see this opportunity. So I went home that weekend. I wrote this and as being part of the senior management staff, we heard first before the company heard they, the, why, before they announced it company, why we were pulled in. And, um, I went home that weekend and I typed this big long letter and I sent it to my boss and the president and I, cause I had a good relationship with him. And I said, this is what I want. You know, my salary is, is big enough that if you get rid of me, then maybe you can save someone else, you know? Yeah. So they talked about it for a bit and then they said, yeah, okay, we'll do it. We went back and forth for a bit and they were so gracious. I have to say, like, even though my boss was not my biggest fan and I was not hers, the relationships I had developed around her over the time that I was there worked in my favor because um, they, they forwarded my, like McDonald's has a big stock option culture. Like they, that's why you stay there. You can make a lot of money on the stock and everything else. So they actually um, forwarded my end date by a few weeks so that I could get a a certain amount of extra stock based on my years. Like they were so great to me. Like they were amazing at work. I couldn't have planned it better because once I made the decision, it's like what Bob Proctor says, right? Deciding, making a real decision. When I, once I had finally come to the decision of 
this is what I want. I started thinking about it and living that way um, and empowering myself with that belief. It came to me right away and I knew how to handle it because I'd already been living it. I love how I feel like I do not choose people to be on this podcast. They come to me organically. And Bob Proctor that Mel just mentioned is in The Secret, which mm -hmm. really was pivotal in changing my, we, we were talking about this word, my trajectory with Alaska <laughs> Tracy and vision mapping. And, and you mentioned Bob Proctor when you sent me your bio and, and, and I'm like, Bob Proctor, like you and I have never even talked about. No, no, it's true. That's really amazing. When was that? When, what was the, what was the timeline yeah. from then to now? So that was okay, this. Okay. This is amazing. So I honestly believe in all of that. If you, if you build, if you, I want to say if you build it, it will come. But if you think, if you decide it's going to happen, it will come, right? So this was June 2016. Um, by the beginning of July, um, I didn't have to go back anymore. They had this sabbatical. They had this thing called a sabbatical. I was, my sabbatical was due. And so my end date was going to be the end of my sabbatical. Okay. So I didn't have to go back. I started with June. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So first of all, let me say to any of my clients who might be listening to this, I do not recommend quitting without having a plan. <laughs> But for my circumstance, I had a bit of runway and I, it just the way it worked out for me, but I don't recommend it. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was just, I was thinking about, I need some sort of personal development. I need some sort of mind cleansing type of experience. And I started looking and I happened upon a coaching school and I thought this will be great personal development. Like I wasn't sure I wanted to become a coach. Mm -hmm. um, and I had a lot of experience managing, helping, mentoring people, but coaching was slightly different. And I thought if nothing else, I'm going to get an amazing personal growth experience out of this. So I actually ended up calling back McDonald's because you know, when you, when you exit a company, they kind of um, sometimes give you like a certain amount of money to help you exit. Like at night, like they'd have these like exiting companies that I don't know what to call it, but they help you. So with placement, or if you don't know how to build a LinkedIn page or whatever, like they help you build a resume, whatever. I didn't need any of that. So I called up McDonald's and said, I want to take a coaching program. Can you move that money from that company to this company? And, and they said, sure. And so they oh. even helped me, you know, with getting my coaching certification. So, I mean, it was a really lovely exit. Wow. Even though I didn't get, you know, I've been there for so long, I didn't get a party or a dinner. I didn't get to, cause it was kind of weird that part of the exit, but in terms of supporting me um, and respecting the time that I had given them and everything, that was really nice. But it just sort of happened on me, like go to coaching, take this coaching certification. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I did that. What you know, coaching certification was it? It was just a life coaching certification, mm -hmm. um, but coaching, look, any coaching certification program, um, really gives you the nuts and bolts of being a coach, how to be a coach, where you take that. Like I took it to career coaching because that was my specialty. Um, and that's where I had a lot of experience and understanding. But if you want to take it into any kind of coaching, um, you can. It's just that, that foundation of life coaching, I think, and then, and then tweaking it to specialize it from there. As you were taking it, were you starting to think maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a it's been a really 
Yes, I was. That's the short answer. The longer answer is I, I was, but I didn't know how. I didn't know what yet. And that's why I think, you know, you should have kind of a framework. And this is where I, I really started building in. And, you know, it went through the whole journey, figuring out who I was, what I wanted, what, how it aligned to me, understanding what my values were, you know, that whole piece of it really came to me from the coaching certification program. I didn't know about all of that when I was in corporate. Because a lot of the time when you're in corporate, they do have performance or people development or personal development planning processes in place. But it's all about working for them. Like what's your career going to look like here at McDonald's or here in whatever organization that you're working in? Um, I never thought about my, my career in totality outside of wherever I was working. You know, and that's where I started thinking about bigger picture, understanding where my mistakes were, understanding how it was important for me to build my business around who I was and what was important to me. And so I started this time with figuring out who I was and what I wanted and then built my company around that. So when did the career coaching aspect start mm -hmm. coming into play? I'd say it was the beginning of 2018. When I, when I finished my certification and I really started, like I was putting out content, I was kind of writing blogs, but I still wasn't sure. And I'd done my work. And then I said, no, this is where I'm zeroing in. And it's so at the beginning of 2018 where I actually came up with the Career Reset name and I started building that business piece by piece and educating myself on what it meant to run an online business and build an online business. So it's been a long road because I feel like, and I feel like, I don't know how you feel, Tracy, about this, but I feel like I need to get some sort of certificate saying I'm a master's in online business building because I, how many courses I have taken in the last, you know, two years, um, honestly, it should be a degree worthy, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's never ending. Yeah. Or when a video, like a video popped up from nine years ago that I posted Mm -hmm. and it's dark it's a moose walking through the yard I know that feeling that I was feeling nine years ago I was feeling like I was hired a coach Mari Smith was one of my coaches actually we were just emailing this morning and uh name dropping there <laughs> um, but I remember the feeling of this is gonna be big social media and people around me looking at me like, I can't believe you're posting stuff. I can't believe you're doing close-ups of your face. Right. <laughs> Somebody right. even told me to go have Botox. I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, Isn't that great? And now it's just such a different, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. It's still though, like I was talking like for myself, oh, can you hear my dog crying in the background? Sorry. He wants Mine's food. in the kennel. <laughs> <laughs> just started moving. <laughs> um, okay. You know, for me, it was my biggest hang up I had was all, all my corporate um, friends, colleagues, etc., are going to hear me now talking about my story and what is, and then seeing me trying to build this business and they're going to be judging me and seeing me do Facebooks and seeing me fail and fall on my face and all this kind of stuff. And that was a big, um, challenge for me to get past and then one day i just was like you know what they're gonna judge me it first of all nobody thinks about me that much so exactly. it doesn't really matter <laughs> secondly those who do you know for some whatever reason think about me are gonna judge me whether 
I'm hiding under my desk or I'm dancing on top of it. So just got to go for what I want. And after that realization, I said, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to do it. Right. So for that, that's okay. So for that though, the woman that's listening now, Mm -hmm. that's feeling maybe stuck in their career, Mm -hmm. um, unsure what to do. Um, how can they find you and what offerings do you have for them to maybe take that leap of faith? You know, I always say that um, building your career, and I'm sure you do this too. It's a, it's a series of small steps, figuring out what you want is a series of small steps. So there's lots of things. So first of all, um, if you're someone who doesn't know what they want, you know, a lot of the time people are stuck because yeah, they'd like to make a change, but they're not sure what it is because they're not sure. They don't have that sense of certainty. They don't move at all, which again, back to Bob Proctor. Um, it's all about, you know, to having some faith, making a decision that you're going to make a change and then believing that the, the dots are going to connect at some point in the future. Right. Um, but um, I have a, a free so eight day mini course for people. If that's your pro, if that's your challenge in terms of, I don't know what I want to do, just getting some clarity, starting to get some clarity around that careerreset.com forward slash make your move, or just in the menu, it says free course, click on that. And you can just sign up and get some, you know, insight into who you are, what's important to you and what you want. So a lot of the time, what happens is um, with clients, they think they want to make a massive sea change in their lives, right? But really, when they start to get some some understanding of who they are and what they want and what's important to them and what that means for their career, um, then they kind of go, hmm, maybe I don't need a, maybe I just need an 80% shift or a 20% shift. Maybe I love what I'm doing, but I need to do it somewhere else in an organization that has these kinds of values. Or maybe it's just I'm showing up, I'm focused on what's missing in my career versus what's working. And now that I have what I need on a piece of paper, I realize I can make it work where I am. You know, it's perspective sometimes. So it's really going into this idea of trying to figure out what you want with an open mind and without any sort of, you know, baggage. And and then assessing, once you figure out what you want, then kind of assessing your situation. So make your move was gonna help you do that. Um, And then from there, I've got lots of, I have a membership called the ultimate career reset, which will help you with your career planning and all the tools that you need to stay accountable um, and help you manage your mindset through the entire process. You know, you need resumes and interviewing and, and how to build a business plan, you know, personal brand planning, support network building, all of those things are in there for anybody who needs that kind of support as well. But I think it's important that when you find someone that you want to work with on any of this stuff, and you probably feel this way too, is it someone you have to connect with, right? So I, even though I would love for you to buy into my membership program, I say start with listening to me on my podcast, you know, um, which is called The Career Reset, and seeing if the kinds of things I talk about connect with you or answer some of the questions that you have. And then, you know, we can understand how to best serve you. and make what you need to work, you know? And I'll pop all those, all of your links in the show notes as well for people to connect with you and to subscribe 
to your yes, podcast. please. <laughs> Remember to hit the subscribe button. Yes, if I could find it, I would uh, figure that out. But yeah, I, iTunes really hides that thing, don't they? You have to actually go into the podcast app. I think it's hard to find. Well, on my website, um, I click it to the. I host it through Podbean. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. Okay. So people can subscribe through there, but I know it's tricky. It's um, tricky. Yeah. So yeah. I'll put all the show notes. Yeah. And last thing that I always mm-hmm. ask mm-hmm. people, how do you uh, define success? Now, how do you define success? Success for me now, like as a, as an entrepreneur, it'd be very easy to say financially, but really I think success is simply about for me forward momentum. You know, it's about always pushing myself to be a little bit uncomfortable with what I'm doing. I had massive imposter syndrome this week. (laughs) Um, I'm doing this thing. I'm teaching this course uh, someone's asked me to teach um, and I may not be the most um, qualified person in the world to teach it so I was having like this massive imposter syndrome why are they asking me oh my gosh and um, and then I thought to myself okay this means I should be doing it because yes. you know yes. <laughs> Godin also says it's kind of the same thing a little bit um, with Bob Proctor he says you know if, if if you're not feeling imposter syndrome you're not pushing yourself hard enough and so for me, I always think about that forward momentum. Don't get complacent. Don't do what's easy. Do what needs to be done, even if it's hard. So that for me is how I define success. I love that. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you for showing up today and, and letting me interview you and ask you some backstory questions. <laughs> I love what you do, Tracy. I really love um, the whole idea of visioning. I believe in it so much. I didn't get to my story about my own vision board, but I'm going to tell you everything on that vision board that I had put together after I left my job came true. It came true because you just, you look at it every day. It happens for you. Having a vision is so, so critical. And I, I really believe in what you, what you do as well. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you all for listening to today's episode. Uh, remember to click on the show notes to, to, uh, to stay in touch with Mel and to connect to her. Thank you so much, Mel. And thank you thank all you, for joining in today. This podcast episode was brought to you by Visions to Profits membership. If you go to alaskatracy.com and click on the link, I invite you to join a group of women that are looking to achieve their success by helping each other stay accountable. So click on that yellow link, alaskatracy.com. And thank you so much for joining in.